We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and your coach, Brittany King. All right, today is February 2nd, and it is the beginning of Love Month. It's just so easy to talk about love in this month. Thanks, Valentine's Day. Gotta love a good Hallmark holiday. But anyway, if you know me, which maybe you do, or maybe you are just getting to know me. Either way, I have to share that my foundation of coaching is all about self-love. And what better month to talk about self-love than in February, the love month. I think now more than ever, this topic is so important because I know how easy it is to be hard on ourselves. And being mean and bullying ourselves is no way to make us change. You cannot bully yourself into changing. It just doesn't work like that. It may work momentarily, but we're just going to fall back into those old habits and patterns and way of thinking. So we have to find a different way. So this month, I'm really going to focus on relationships with self and also We're going to focus on relationship with others. So we're going to do uh, a little bit of both because the truth is if you have a strong relationship with yourself, it sets the tone for every other relationship that you have in your life. I mean, think about this. Imagine being in a relationship with someone you don't love, that you find deeply flawed. You don't think they're worth anything. You think that they're not good enough. Imagine being in a relationship with someone like that, okay? And then think about having this relationship for the rest of your life. How would that relationship feel? How would that relationship affect your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and the results in your life? It probably wouldn't be very great, but think about it. If that's how you go through your life thinking that you are not enough and you are not worthy, That's how you're going to carry through and it's going to affect every area of your life and especially how you show up. So it is incredibly important to evaluate the relationship that you have with yourself. One of the ways I like to evaluate that is by asking myself, would I speak to someone else the way that I speak to myself? And the answer used to be, hell no. Gosh, I would never talk to anyone the way that I used to talk to myself, but I've been working on this for many years and I have consciously been aware of the negative self-talk and how that impacted my life. I would never talk to a friend like that. So I always like to check in. If I start getting hard on myself, I take a pause, I take a beat and I ask myself, would I talk to a friend this way? And the answer is always absolutely not. So it gives me that awareness that I need to change the course because bullying myself into changing is not going to work. So this relationship with yourself is all about looking after yourself and your mental health and well-being. So the relationship you have with yourself is crucial to your well-being, but it also creates happy and healthy relationships with others. 
So being kind to yourself is one of the best things that you can do. Now, having a practice in place where you're taking care of yourself is imperative. It is so important to have self-love rituals to take care of yourself. And I've done episodes in the past about different self-love rituals, and uh, you can link back to those in the show notes. But today, I really want to dive into the relationship that we have with ourselves. Why is this so important? Because the most constant relationship you will ever have in your life is with you. And that relationship determines everything else. Why is that? Because life is experienced through you. It's not experienced outside of you. So your perception of yourself will greatly determine the experience that you have throughout life. So if you want to have an amazing life, then you better have an amazing relationship with yourself. You tracking with me on that? Think about it. How many people truly enjoy just being themselves? I don't know the exact number, but based off of my coaching and the people that I've talked to, it's a disappointing number. There's not a lot of people out there that truly enjoys being with themselves. And I mean like being alone, going on walks without distractions, just hanging out at their house without anything to do. Most of us want to be different than we are. We think we need to be better than we are. And the problem with this is we actually miss out on enjoying the extraordinary experience of just being our self. So I really want for you to see the value of enjoying yourself in your life right now. I want you to wake up in the morning and to be excited about who you are right now without having to change anything. I want you to just enjoy where you're at in this moment because it's just an amazing experience to be alive. So this isn't about you being self-indulgent or narcissistic or thinking that you're better than other people. That is not what self-love is about. This is just so you can appreciate all that you are just for the fun of it, because that relationship with yourself will trickle into all the other relationships in your life. So isn't it amazing to know that you can just enjoy where you're at without having to make any changes? Doesn't that take a lot of pressure off of you knowing that like you can just meet yourself where you're at and something that really helps is thinking like there is and will never be another human being exactly like you are. Isn't that crazy? There is only one of you. There is no one else out there that is exactly as amazing as you are. Let that settle in for a second. It is so important that you are exactly who you are in your life, the way that it is for you and the world around you. This is the truth. So why is it so hard for many of us to do? Why do we end up thinking our lives have gone wrong or there's something wrong with us? One of my favorite quotes from Glennon Doyle is, the only thing that was wrong with me was thinking there was something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. 
Now, sometimes your brain offers you these thoughts like, I should be skinnier. I should be more successful. I should be more athletic. I should be more outgoing. I'm too fat. I'm too tall. I'm too skinny. I'm too awkward. I should have had different parents. I should have gone to a different school. I have done something terribly wrong with my life. Like our brain offers us all these, these, these thoughts. They're just so useless. And it's just so easy for us to believe these things. Then celebrate who we are. It's so much easier to believe these negative thoughts about ourselves and celebrate who we are. And if we can just meet ourselves where we're at and accept where we are on our journey, that's how everything is going to change. Now, the problem is, and I hear this all the time, hear the word should. Whenever I hear the word should, that's someone else's belief. So all of us humans have the same problem. We all have this idea of how things are supposed to be. We have this image of how we're supposed to look or how things should work out or how we should be going on with our lives. And we believe that there shouldn't be any bad things that happen and everything should be positive and happy all the time. And then we spend a lot of our time being upset because our life isn't matching up with this unrealistic version that we've created in our heads. We often have these images in our minds of how our parents should have been different and how they should have raised us differently, or their partner should treat them differently, or how our government should be different and how everything is ruined. But I like to think like ruined compared to what? The idea of what life should be and how we should be, like that's our first problem is we're comparing ourselves to something that like doesn't really even exist. We have created these false beliefs in our mind of how things should look. And when they don't match up with that, we are wildly disappointed with ourselves. And that's exactly why our relationship with ourselves suffer. So instead of thinking that there's something better for us, we always have to accept that there's always going to be that 50-50 balance. 50% of life is positive and amazing and awesome. And then 50% of life is hard and challenging and difficult and you experience negative emotion. Now, that's how we can accept that there is no better life than where you are right now. No one is doing it right. No one is doing it wrong. There is no better life than where you are right now. So I just want you to let that settle in because it doesn't mean that you're not going to grow and evolve and change and, you know, transform. Like that's not what I'm saying. But in order to do that, you have to love and accept where you're at in your wholeness. Like I always like to tell my clients that their beingness, their wholeness, just being alive is enough. You can't be any more worthy, any more lovable, any more enoughness than you are right now because you just being alive as a human is enough. So the relationship that you have with yourself is based on your thoughts about you. So like I said before, you are 100% lovable. There's nothing you can do to be more lovable or worthy of love than just being alive. Now, if you don't love yourself, 
It's a reflection of your choice not to love yourself. This has nothing to do with your worthiness or enoughness. It's your choice not to love yourself. You are the object of your love, but your lovability, your enoughness, your worthiness will depend on your willingness and capacity to love yourself unconditionally. So how you treat yourself reflects your thoughts of yourself. That's it. Like to have an amazing relationship with yourself, it's simply committing to thinking awesome thoughts about yourself. That's it. And it sounds really easy because it is. But why is it so hard? (laughs) It's because our brains are conditioned to look for the bad and to judge. We spend so much of our brain energy judging ourselves that we have very little energy to love ourselves on purpose. Let me say that again. We spend so much of our brain's energy judging ourselves that we have very little energy to love ourselves on purpose. This unconscious habit, it can be challenging to break, but it's not impossible. Okay. Our society, it doesn't really support self-love very much. People might look at you funny when you start talking about how amazing you are, right? If you're like, oh, she's so into herself, conceited, but self-love is not selfish. It is the exact opposite. So I believe that we are all amazing and we should spend more time talking about how amazing we are and less time talking about how we aren't. We need to start taking responsibility for recognizing how amazing we are. Because of this, we can have an amazing relationship with ourselves, and that means we won't spend time arguing with ourselves or putting ourselves down. Instead, we can spend our time loving, encouraging, acknowledging ourselves, and that is so much more fun than the alternative. Are you with me on that? I hope so. Okay, so we're going to talk about the first step to enjoying yourself, building this relationship with yourself. Number one, you have to like yourself. That's just plain and simple. And I know it's not easy for most of us. And I'm not talking about liking ourselves passively. I'm talking about choosing to like ourselves on purpose. So what does that look like? This means listening to what you want, telling yourself the truth and saying no, knowing what your dreams are, your desires, your goals, taking care of yourself, not just temporarily, but for the long run and working on your behalf. The problem is when you ignore yourself, you send the message to you that you don't matter. And that couldn't be further than truth. You do matter. You're incredibly important and it is imperative that you start showing up that way. So one of the tall tale signs of not having a strong relationship with yourself is if you do a lot of people pleasing. So when we get into people pleasing, it honestly turns into trying to get people to like you by doing what you think they want. So the problem with this is that you do it at your own expense, which is the expense of what 
you want. So if you end up people pleasing, you will end up feeling resentful and frustrated when people don't do the same or appreciate the sacrifices that you make. So this is the exact opposite of enjoying yourself. This is not joyful. This is the exact opposite. So when you are ignoring yourself, like I said earlier, you're sending the message that you don't matter. And then this acts out in your life and creates situations that seem to prove this true. Like your brain's searching for that validation, but it's not true. It just seems like it. So the answer to this is to start paying attention to what you were thinking and what you genuinely want. That's it. If you do things against what you want, that's how you know you're people pleasing. And all you have to do is notice it. Notice it because that awareness is how you'll be able to make that change. Okay. So that's the first part. It's people pleasing. The second part is learning the process of letting others think what they want to think about you. <laughs> this one's, this is tricky as a recovering people pleaser and someone that just needed everybody to like her. <laughs> this is one of the most challenging things that we, that one of the most challenging things to do, but honestly, so freeing. So when we can do this, we are free of being dependent on what other people think about us in order to feel good. Like it's not what other people think about us in order to feel good. It's what we think about ourselves in order to feel good. The truth is we cannot control what anyone thinks about us. Even if we try, they always get to choose what they want to believe about us. And what they believe is about them and not us. So when we can show up in an authentic way, we can see who the people are who like us for us and not for the people pleasing that we've been doing. How about that? So that is where we're going to start in this self-love series is really tapping into building this relationship with yourself. So two things that I can offer you today is number one, notice where you're people pleasing. And this isn't a time for judging yourself. Actually, it's never a time for judging yourself. This is time to be curious and compassionate. Where are you people pleasing in your life and why are you doing that? Are you trying to get people to perceive you a certain way? So that's step one. And then step two is write down and let go of all the things that don't serve you. See them, acknowledge them, and then make the decision to let it go. The only thing that's stopping you from enjoying yourself are all of the reasons that you are holding on to. All right, my friend, this is part one. I am looking forward to continuing building this relationship with yourself. The next episode will all be about best practices to continue to build that relationship. But in the meantime, I just want you to bring awareness to the people pleasing you do and the stories that you're holding on to that are stopping you from enjoying yourself. All right, my beautiful friend, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, remember to love yourself own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friends.